Here we are in part two of the Four Lies and a Truth Snack Edition episode. Snacks can solve pretty much every problem your toddler encounters, right? So why do you work so hard to avoid them for yourself? Today, we're going to uncover two more lies and one truth about snacks. If you didn't catch the first two lies, go listen to Tuesday's episode. It's really awesome. You're going to want that content before you move forward. So catch that one and come back here for part two of four lies and one truth about snacks. Mama with Littles, I know you want your energy back, but overwhelm creeps in, turns you into an anxious wreck, causes you to skip meals and rebound with stress eating, then ultimately dilutes your confidence. Ugh. It's pretty obvious that you want to and should lose some weight, but you're embarrassed of the fact that you can juggle all the things, raise kids, homeschool, or kill it at work, but you can't get your health in check. I know how much this is weighing on you and how hard it is to make your health a priority. Let me introduce myself. I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom of four, and host of a top 3% globally ranked podcast. I've helped hundreds of moms just like you. The plan for season four of this podcast is to imagine that you are a beautiful houseplant. You're going to be walked through the steps to number one, root your health deeper in Christ. Number two, care and tend for yourself in completely new ways. And number three, create habits to thrive and flourish. Skip the steps in this plan and you'll spend the most precious years of motherhood like a very neglected houseplant struggling and unable to blossom. Follow these steps laid out here and you're looking at renewed energy, greater confidence, weight loss, and a thriving life that glorifies God. All right, mama, with all the littles coming out of your ears, reheat your coffee. It's time to thrive. All right, we're jumping right in here. Here's the third lie about snacks. Giving in to your cravings is a sign of weakness. Where did that come from? Is that like a, do you think that might be a religious aspect of that where you should deprive yourself and, um, you know, just try your hardest to abstain and eat plainly? And maybe there's some biblical uh, connotations to that or historically biblical implications here. However, I want to challenge you. The, is that the reason that you feel this way? Is that where your lie came from? Came from, Or is it just that diet culture has creeped in and is telling you this? Is it diet culture telling you you're not good enough? You're not strong enough? You're not, you don't have the mental wherewithal to lose the weight because you give in to your cravings? Because that's a bunch of baloney. As a woman, your hormones change regularly and they drive cravings. And that's a legitimate biological response. And so there are days when you legitimately have a craving for something. And, you know, if you're craving chocolate and you go eat a carrot, guess what? You're still going to crave chocolate. If you are craving, oh my goodness, cake and you avoid it and you avoid it and you avoid it well then ultimately you're going to eat more of it in the end so giving into your cravings is not a sign of weakness and there's a lot of science to back that up and there's a lot of reasons you're going to have cravings and because of that I don't want you to buy into that lie 
Don't do it. Just get rid of that lie. So I want you to go listen to episode 148. That episode is also going to give you some more insight into cravings, how to handle them, what to do, more things in your toolbox. So you want to definitely go listen to 148. Write that down if you have not. And in part one, remember there were two other episodes I referenced about snacks because my confession to you in this week is that I should just be called the snack nutritionist because <laughs> I believe in them so much. They are, I mean, so many of my clients find success when they start to allow themselves to eat snacks. Just today, literally the day that I am recording this, I had a client. She's one of my one-to-one clients. I only take a few of those because we're working so closely together. We're looking at every aspect of her her life, you know, from lab work to exercise to movement to the thoughts she's thinking that are holding her back, all of it. And with this woman, it came down to she now is eating snacks. She is eating very, very regularly per the plan we outlined, per the changes and the baby steps that she's put in place. And when she skips a snack, she notices it. When she skimps on a snack, she notices it. And that looks like paying attention to hunger cues, paying attention to how your body's feeling. And that's a whole process in and of itself. That's a a huge change. It's not just, oh, it's been hours since I ate. Better go eat something. When you really do the work, you're going to notice how you feel. You will become so attuned to your body's response to food that it's truly amazing. So you, you don't, you know, you can eat something if you're craving it. And 148 will help you do that with reason, with, within reason, with, with some extra tools. All right, so here's the fourth lie. You should never emotionally eat. Hmm. In today's world, we feel that emotional eating is bad. Emotional eating is also a sign of weakness. Emotional eating means you're unstable, you lack willpower, all of these other things that I kind of just mentioned. But I'm going to give you permission to emotionally eat. You are an emotional creature and God made you that way. God himself throughout the Bible experiences different emotions. He is happy and sad and proud and goodness, so is Jesus. And we're emotional beings and food can help with some of those emotions. Now, should food be your crutch? Should food be the thing that you go to when you are broken? No, probably not. But the reality is, sometimes it's a yes. Sometimes chocolate does make you feel better. There's legit science for that too. And sometimes it brings up nostalgia and it brings up good feelings. And when you're doing those things with the other work that you're putting in, it's fine. It's going to be fine. You eat for so many reasons. It doesn't have to be just to fuel your body. That's a lie in and of itself. You eat for so many reasons. Emotional, social, hungry, bored, all of these things. Emotional eating is just part of your story. Learning to control it, learning to have some tips, learning to um, 
you know, do it a little bit less to a less degree, not as severely, and rely on God in the process and talk to yourself and have all these really good good practices in place are going to make emotional eating just not as much of a big deal. So you can go listen to episode 104 for four steps to handle emotions and emotional eating. Definitely go listen to that one if this is sticking out to you and you're like, oh, I don't know if I believe this, but I want to. Definitely go listen to 104. Okay, here's the truth. Here is your truth. You ready for this? Snacks are just another point throughout the day to give yourself some really good nutrition and a little joy. Yeah? You want me to repeat that? Okay. Snacks are just another point throughout the day to give yourself some really good nutrition and a little joy. Snacks can be so healthful in so many different ways, not only for your energy, not only for avoiding a headache and avoiding a crash, but you can get so many nutrients, protein, antioxidants, phytochemicals, uh, healthy fats, brain food, all of these things. And you can incorporate something sweet and just have a little joy. It's okay to enjoy it. God made you that way. He gave you your sense of taste. He gave you your sense of smell. He divinely created food. He divinely created your body to process it and need it and want it. And, you know, take some joy in that. It's okay. Snacks are just another point throughout the day to give yourself some really good nutrition and a little joy. And so to summarize, the four lies are that snacks are bad. You have to avoid all sweets and sugar to lose weight. Giving into your cravings is a sign of weakness, and you should never emotionally eat. The truth is that it's just some good nutrition and a little joy. I'll leave you with that, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. And if you wanted to book a baby weight breakthrough session because you're hung up on point one, point two, point three, point four, these lies that are just weighing you down and you're feeling stuck, Book your free baby weight breakthrough session. I only have three spots each week. The time you listen to this, I have no idea if anything's left, but definitely go check. Use that link in the show notes below and you'll just have a free 30-minute call with me. I won't try to sell you anything. I won't try to pitch to you. I won't try to get you to become a client, anything like that. It's my gift to you to say thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me. And, you know, let's get you feeling better in your body. Let's get you a breakthrough. All right. I'll see you on that baby weight breakthrough session. Thanks for being here. Before you go, I'm going to challenge you to share this episode with a friend or any episode that has been super meaningful for you. Imagine if you shared it with a friend and she shared it with a friend. And then we've changed the narrative of our generation and that of our children. Women who love their bodies and are treating them well. That is what you can do by sharing this episode. So you can click the little arrow button or take a screenshot and text it to your friends. It's going to have crazy, crazy impact. Are you with me? I hope so.
Thanks for listening.